Welcome to the Lewis Mocker Snaps Audio Library. In these short lessons, you'll learn practical tools, philosophies, and strategies designed to help you empower every area of your life. Okay, today we're going to be talking about the importance of cash buffers, setting up cash buffers before you go and invest. What most people do is they get a job, they start saving, and then as soon as they have the $5,000 or the $10,000, They look for some kind of speculation, usually, or some kind of magical investment. They seek hot tips or hot stocks or the latest cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin is blowing up because of this at the moment. People want to go and drop their 5,000 or their first 5,000, their first 10,000 into these things and sort of hit it big. Sometimes the people who do this get it right. Sometimes the investments go really well and they hit it big. 99.8. 999% of the time, though, it doesn't work out like that. So a more sustainable method to building wealth and growing financial independence is to start building wealth on cash foundations, on building cash buffers in. Build your pyramid, build your wealth pyramid on cash foundations. At Infinite Prosperity, we teach the wealth pyramid, which has three tiers. The foundational level is cash and cash equivalents. This is pure liquidity, non-invested cash savings. If you can't prove that you can go out into the marketplace and serve or provide a job or have a business that generates an income, and then if you can't prove that you can take a portion of that income and save to put into your cash foundations, it's not wise to go and invest. Don't go and invest and speculate if you can't first manage the very, very basics. The second layer of the pyramid is investments, specifically passive investments that are non-leveraged. That means no derivatives, no forex, no margin, no mortgages. That means don't go and get a loan to build your wealth faster than what you've really earned your way toward. Masters of finance earn their way to ever greater degrees of leverage. The masses get a little bit of cash savings, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 bucks, and they try to leverage it up and get rich quick. And sometimes it works, but most times it doesn't. The third tier of the pyramid is your speculations. This is for infinite prosperity students where you might put in forex trading. This is your stock picking. This is your uh, cryptocurrencies. This is your Bitcoin investing. This is a speculation. In fact, at infinite prosperity, even in the free membership, we give away a calculator that I recommend going and checking out. It's the speculation versus investment calculator. Basically, you answer five questions and it gives you a score based on the investment that you're looking into and it will rank it on a scale between zero and 100. Zero means it's a pure investment. 100 means it's a pure speculation. Beyond Beyond 100, you're purely gambling. So at all costs, you want to avoid going over 100. You want to start with cash savings and cash equivalents. You want to move into passive investments where you're literally aiming for 7 to 11% per annum. This is passive investments. This is buying the market. Ben Graham refers to this as defensive investing. You want to have this as part of your wealth pyramid. If you're skipping that step and you're going straight for the mortgages and getting a, getting a house, this is what so many people do. Let me just go off on a tangent for a second. What are a lot of kids doing now in their early 20s? They're going to work. They're saving, 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 saving. They get the 30000 they get the 40000 they get the 50000 in savings, which is an absolutely phenomenal effort. Congratulations if, if you've done this. This is a phenomenal effort. And then they go and get a mortgage. What is a mortgage? A mortgage is a speculation that you can go and buy a house and then sell it at a later time for more. It doesn't produce an income. You leverage through the roof. You sacrifice your liquidity. You increase your expenses. Buying your own home moves you away from financial independence. It makes you more stressed. It doesn't deliver an income. It traps you into one geographical location. It's not an investment. In fact, if you go to Infinite Prosperity, get the free membership, download the calculator, and fill in the questions. There's five questions. It'll give you a rank. Fill in the questions for home ownership, buying your own home. 
you'll find out that it's more of a speculation than what you think. It's a speculation to go and buy your own home. You're speculating on the growth of the property because it doesn't generate an income. So if the property market goes down, you lose. If the value of your property goes down, you lose. And in the meantime, you're not generating an income. If you put money into an investment that goes down over a period of five to 10 years, but in the interim, in the meantime, it's been producing an income, that's a different story. But in the case of home ownership, so often it doesn't work out like this. So before you go and get a mortgage, before you go and speculate, before you go and buy Bitcoin and put in your life savings to some sort of speculation, please consider doing the numbers. Please consider saving first. Build cash foundations. Go for the passive investments by buying the market. Don't leverage up. Don't go get loans. And when you have a good passive investment portfolio, then you can move into speculation. Move gradually into speculation. And don't go in with both feet. As Warren Buffett says, don't test the depth of the river with both feet. Scale in gradually. So the next question is, how much do you have at each level? How much cash savings should you accumulate before you go and passively invest? And how much should you have in passive investments before you go and speculate? And what should the ratios between your speculation and your investments be? This is part of your asset allocation strategy. And if you're mentoring under a teacher with sound financial guidance, this will be part of the program. This will be built into your education. As a very general rule of thumb, for cash savings, we suggest two to three months minimum. Two to three months worth of expenses, that is. So if your weekly expenses are $1,000, if it costs you $1,000 a week to live, approximately $4,000 a month, you want to have two to three months worth of expenses. That means if your expenses tell you $1,000 a week, you want to have at least eight to 12,000 in your cash foundation. Save eight to 12 grand before even thinking about going investing. Why? Not because cash is a good investment. Saving for the sake of savings, not wise. Every dollar that you have in your bank account is going backwards every year. We have inflation. The reason that we want cash foundations to stabilize our emotional volatility. Warren Buffett famously said, if you can't control your emotions, don't expect to control your money. If you can't control your emotions, you're not going to be able to invest wisely. You're certainly not going to be able to speculate wisely. You're going to be an emotional bear, avoiding pain, seeking pleasure. You're going to operate out of fear and greed. And by definition, you will lose. You will lose in speculation if you're emotional. This is why setting up cash foundations can help you in your speculations. So if you're penny stock trading, forex trading, stock trading, if you're doing any kind of speculative trading, it pays to have cash foundations. It will stabilize your emotional volatility. So save two to three months worth of expenses minimum, ideally six to 12 months is even better, but two to three to get started. Once you have your two to three month cash foundation, then you can start investing and trading. And for the top two tiers, you want to have a ratio that governs how much liquidity you have in each of the tiers. You want to have a ratio that you balance every six to 12 months. And this is part of your pyramid balancing act. In the first strategy of infinite prosperity, we teach the IT ratio, which is the investing trading ratio. This ratio governs how much liquidity you have in your passive investment portfolio compared to your active speculation trading account. Another rule of thumb, one to nine maximum aggression meaning at least have 10% of your money sitting in passive investments. That means don't go and bet the farm on an online brokerage account. Don't go and bet the farm on your house or a Bitcoin. Don't go and put everything into speculation. You want to build some passive investments. When you go and prove to yourself that you can make more than 10% per annum in your speculative dealings, then and only then can you go and make your IT ratio more aggressive. Then and only then can your pyramid become a little bit more top-heavy. And in that situation, you can grow faster, but you're exposed to greater risks. You're exposed to greater degrees of leverage and therefore greater risks, greater volatility, greater drawdowns, longer drawdowns, but you can grow faster. 
So the advice is keep it grounded. As your lifestyle expands, as your expenses expand, make sure that your bottom layer, make sure that your cash foundations are being bolstered out to account for that. That will keep your emotions low, that will keep your stability high, and that will keep your wealth pyramid sustainable. Build your wealth pyramid on cash foundations. Go into passive investments, and then at the top tier, move into speculative dealings. When you prove yourself in a speculative trading environment, whether it's stock picking, penny stocks, stock trading, covered calls, buy rights, whether it's property, whether it's developing, whether it's Bitcoin, cryptocurrency investing, earn your way to those speculations because most people can't do it. Most people don't get returns in the long term that outperform just buying the stock market. So they're better off focusing on their passive investment tier. If you build your wealth pyramid in this way, you've got the highest probability of achieving financial independence and you've got the highest probability of building sustainable wealth. So keep it real, keep it grounded, keep it objective, keep cash, keep liquid, keep nimble. Don't go and put all your life savings into equity because if you become an equity millionaire, that's fantastic, congratulations. But if you don't know how to mobilize that equity and turn it into liquidity and turn it into an income, you could be an equity millionaire who can't pay for breakfast in the morning. So you need to keep liquid, nimble, mobile, cash flow. Cash is king. And remember, set longer time horizons. In the second lesson of Infinite Prosperity, we have a little graphic down at the bottom of the lesson right at the end. And it says, if you give the average man a strategy that will surely make him a millionaire in 10 years, the average person will tweak, edit, modify, and change the strategy to realize those results in one year. And in doing so, he won't become a millionaire in either one year or 10 years. Because the same greedy psychology... And the same short time horizons in his mind that cause him to tweak the strategy will come up again and again and again every time the strategy isn't producing big results in the short term. So if you're greedy and you want to get rich quick and you're racing through the tears to get to speculation, to get to the latest Bitcoin or the property and the leverage that you think is going to set you free, you'll probably come unstuck. Keep it real, keep it grounded, think bigger. Enjoy.